Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Six different edits to choose from where it fucked with the background where the people yeah. were. Yeah. yeah, and you can like cycle through them or you can like tweak one of them and like, yeah. you know, say, oh, this, but like blue, yeah. you know. That's awesome. I mean, like for me, who has like zero skill or desire to learn how to use that, that yeah. sounds like a fantastic tool. Oh, yeah. Super user friendly. Yeah. Yeah. I needed a logo for uh, for this uh, wood shop business I'm starting. So I can teach classes at the art spot and make money. Um, and I, I, it generated like 3,600 logos that I had to go through that I was able to go through. I only went through about half of them, but you know, and I picked like a hundred. It's like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And so, and then I sort of took that into illustrator and played with a, a few of them and I still haven't decided on one yet, but nice. I mean, have you narrowed it down from a hundred? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm sort of like, like it. <laughs> no, I mean, like I could go one or two rounds for an ask. I could go like very much like woodworking, you know, or I could, I could keep the that if, if I decided to take that company a different way, like focus on 3d printing, that it would still work, you know? But like maybe, or maybe it just but need to start. Here's the thing, man. If your work is good enough, your logo doesn't fucking matter. Right. Exactly. I mean, like, so even if you, it starts out as like very rustic and then you end up doing 3D printing shit. I mean, like, I don't, I have never made a choice where I was like, well, I really like this, but their logo is trash. So I'm going to make a different choice. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So I'm I'm going with uh, Bardic Mountain Workshop is my... Mm. <laughs> Is my, nice. is my company name. I have the LLC and everything. Uh, it's exciting. Nice, nice. I play on your initials as well, correct? Yeah, that was the that was the beginning of it. it was was like maybe I'll just use my initial my initials and I'll and I'll, I was like I wanted it to be like you know wood shop or woodworks or workshop, and I decided to go with workshop rather than woodworks or. Uh, out of games woodworks sure woodworks are workshop games workshop yes of games work well again because that's sort of games like workshop. a workshop a workshop could games be anything. really small anyway so there's a free promo brought to you by bardic mountain workshop custom carpentry um i already told you man i need a pipe stand pipe oh right yeah we're gonna i'm gonna get you one don't worry yeah yeah phil carved <laughs> me this little like weed pipe that is shaped like a shofar, the traditional pipe of my people, but okay. it does not stand up on its own. So, oh. so yeah, man. That'll I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need to take some measurements of that at some point. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, hey everybody, welcome back to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. Here we are, well, yet again, via the magic of the interweb, and uh, where this is a podcast, and that's about all I have to say about that because our gimmick uh, is no longer our gimmick so we are we are now a new chapter where we take things and we just talk about whatever sometimes we draw a little conversational starter i think we don't this time i know we did last time and i appreciate you wanting to keep it comfortable ben that was my that was my read on your situation it was like oh shit we don't have a topic like we need to draw a topic well i had mentioned the cube of topics that i had that i possess 
several times. And so it's just one of those things. I was like, well, maybe we could do that. And we tried it. But yeah, let's just talk about whatever. We're sort of talking about new beginnings anyway. We well, were already on that on that tangent. And I mean, you and I, Ben, we got together and talked about like change in the air and all these mm-hmm. changes afoot, as Sherlock might say. Um, and then, like, Jeff, I know, like, you and I caught up briefly. And uh, so, fuck it. Yeah. Let's just talk about life and all the changes and shit. For sure. First of all, shameless plug. Hey, if you do want us to talk about something specific, you should email us a topic uh, to ignorant and uninformed at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter at Ig and Un. And I'm stepping in, and I guess I'm not, not going to send any more t shirts out, right? I mean, if we get until new topics I mean, until they're that, gone, yeah, it's yeah. either that or we're, there's going to be a bunch of people running around in ignorant, uninformed shirts in the county, which is From also awesome. Yeah, when I drop them Herc off, would the love that shit. Uh, I uh, we'll see. Well, I mean, that's definitely the end game. If it do, do we have any non-green ones? Because the only one I have is green, and I keep wanting to rep it on on the D and D show, but it's shot on a green screen, so I can't wear a green <laughs> T-shirt. Yeah, man, we had. There's lots of colors up there. Uh, could I? Could I? Could I buy one? Yeah, for a fucking topic. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. You, I mean, oh. you submitted two uh, uh, last week. I suppose that's good enough. Um, but in other random podcast news, I got an email. Uh, Jeff, before you joined the show, Ben, do you remember when we recorded in the studio with Paul? Circa 2014, 2015? Your face says many things. No. Okay. I, I don't remember <laughs> Paul. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but uh, I'm pretty sure it was like a friend of Benji's who was interested in podcasting, and he came over, and we recorded. I suppose you might not have been there, um, and it could have just been a me and Benji and Paul episode. Anyway, regardless, like after all these years, he I got an email from him saying that he started his own podcast and was like, dude, I would love to interview you. I'm like, fuck yeah, Paul. Um, and so – what is uh, Paul? Is he in the county or is he somewhere else? Now? No, he's in uh, Manitou Springs, but he was going to be up on a certain week in June, which is actually a terrible week for me. Um, uh, and so I emailed him back and I was like, yeah, is there a chance we do this remote shit or what's going on, man? Um, but it's cool that after like seven, yeah, like seven years later, dude finally starts the podcast. And it's That's like, awesome. hey, man, thanks. Good for him. To you. Yeah. Good for him. What's his uh, podcast? Just interviewing people? Or? And you know, he sent me the link. Like, I just saw this today. Mm-hmm. and it's called talking with paul a podcast uh mm-hmm. awesome. i don't know i can i mean we'll put it in this week's show notes for sure oh cool hell um, yeah man but i have not actually like had a chance to check it out and listen i just pulled it up on a browser tab for for the laters nice. talking with paul yeah man it's called life hey hey <laughs> hey I wonder if those guys are still doing it. I hope they are, and I hope they fucking hate us. I hope we are their super. I hope we're their super villain. You know, uh, you're not wrong. I would love to have a nemesis. It's a lifelong goal of mine. Yeah. Who are you? Who are you talking about? So when we first started, for some reason, I don't remember exactly how we stumbled or they contacted us or we like heard about. I don't know, but it was another podcast by these dudes in like Idaho, maybe. These two guys who started a podcast and they had like this intro and we just relentlessly made fun of it out of, you know, our own fear of failure, I guess. And it was like the the, the intro I mean, was a little like 
it's 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 called 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 live 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 and it was very like took itself seriously and then they're like okay so go to yahoo news what's going on oh man that's fucking crazy wow well that was the podcast i love it and it was you know i mean entirely different from what we do which is far less informed uh but we wear that on our sleeve what you said have either of you guys checked out there's an awesome essay i forget which but it might be in four that chuck klosterman wrote about batman and superman and arch enemies and nemeses um it's a fantastic short story like read i like mm. chuck klosterman so oh yeah no it's it's awesome in fact i was just i was texting with a buddy not too long ago and he was he mentioned how like anytime the word enemy uh yeah like arch enemy or nemesis comes up he's like i have something you need to read mm. uh and so i encourage you guys to check nice. that out. i'm gonna make a note before i forget i mean yeah, I, I i loved fight club so <laughs> close first name right. go first name's right <laughs> chuck klosterman that's not the right right sure. didn't right no that's yeah. Palenic Palen- check or whatever his name is right palinyuk or something like helen chick sure yeah chuck p chucky p, chucky p. <laughs> i think that's what he goes by so. no his name is robert paulson ah get it yeah. yes I just don't. in death he gets a name he gets a name it's funny i've been i watched that recently oh really does Got it hold it. up after i mean I it was very movie. like i love it college movie for me i was like yeah it's like oh do you know fight club it's kind yeah. of the best thing ever yeah. yeah yeah that was you know i think it's misunder well it's misunderstood it's actually making fun of toxic max masculinity oh absolutely yeah. but i think in the at the time people didn't get that yeah they're just like this is badass yeah that's a way to live right there what a mind fuck <laughs> That's what the novelty of the of the twist at the end was what I was really drawn to. Oh yeah. I love it. And the its cinematography was very interesting and Oh yeah. I'm a David Fincher fan. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's anyway. good storytelling. Like I've only seen it once, um, which mm. isn't uncommon for me. Yeah. Uh, but no, but you have seen it, which is uncommon. I have. Yes, correct. I mean, you're aware of it and seen it. My That's God. true. It's My true. God. I know. I know. I'm trying to get better. That's the change that I'm making. I love it. I mean, kidding. I also have watched Seven recently again. God, I love oh. that movie too. Just on, Brad, just on a Brad Pitt kick? Dude, I, I love Brad Pitt, man. He's from my hometown, man. I love him. Okay. Bradley Pittington. Yes. Okay. That was peak Brad Pittness. Peak Pittness was Seven and Fight Club. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He was pretty good in the Oceans movies. I liked him in those. Oh yeah, I think he's really. I like all his. The first, the first two were my favorite. Were my favorite I enjoy Oceans. his entire catalog. Mm. What's that one where he's like the workout guy? Burn after reading. Burn after reading. Yes, which I haven't seen, but I know exists. Mm. Hey, you know what? You're two for two, buddy. Hey, thanks. Yeah. I'm excited. Legends of the Fall. I mean, my God, that is. Yeah, I was certainly. In- Rom-com I was in seventh grade when that shit comes out. I definitely remember like the girls that I was hanging out with being all about that fucking movie. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Interview with a vampire. Uh, oh, Tom Cruise too. Christ. Turn yeah. me over. I'm done. 
Peak pitness, like you said, man. Yeah. Peak pitness. Beautiful. 90s, 90s were good. Should open up a gym in the mountains called Peak Pitness. Brad Pitt owns it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, if everything else falls apart, then yes. I mean, there's That's a bunch my, of... Mal- I got a million. There's a bunch of Mark Wahlberg fucking car dealerships in Columbus, Ohio. I had no idea. I, neither did I. But every time I'm like there and I drive by, it's like, get the fuck out. Like, is that... Oh, I'm like, yeah. What's the big deal about Columbus here? What? what? Is it is uh, it connected my, to Wahlburgers? Best Wahlberg. No, it's like yeah, I don't know. I mean, but it's him. It's like his. It's fucking really car, him. Yeah, it's like his fucking car dealership. That's fucking random. I think so too, man. Got to get that money, man. But why there? Okay, I don't know. Why That's not? Why not? You're right. You're right. Columbus, Ohio, is a grand city. Well, I don't doubt that, but the dude being from fucking Boston. Or no, that's why. Yeah, going. that's why I was surprised. Mark I mean, Wapik? my guess, like, there's a it's a good intersection of interstates, so it might have like a logistical component to it. Fair. Um, as like I forget the yeah, as seventy and seventy seven like intersect or seventy one and seventy like, and so um, yeah, I don't know. I actually really appreciate his uh, Mark Wahlberg's comedic catalog. I enjoy the Ted movies, and I enjoyed uh, the other guys, which I think is end of list for Mark Wahlberg and comedies. <laughs> no, there's like he was in that other movie with Mel Gibson and uh, Will Ferrell, like they're friends. Oh, stepdads or something Daddy's like home. that. Daddy's home and Daddy's home too. Hmm. Haven't His comedic catalog does, in fact, extend beyond those. In Transformers, <laughs> hilarious! Those ones mm-hmm. are awesome. Mm-hmm. There's this dude on on TikTok who does like celeb- celebrity impressions, and his Mark Wahlberg is sp- spot on. Like, it's I don't even remember his name. I wish I could, but it was I was like the guy who does the really good Mark Wahlberg. Was it Andy Samberg? No. Say hello to your mother for me or whatever the fuck they always say. <laughs> Does Andy Samberg do a Mark Wahlberg impression? I feel like he did on SNL. I could be wrong about that. It could be another dude. Fuck, I don't know. He does Someone Nick Cage does. a lot. I know Andy Samberg does Nick Cage. Ooh, I, I love I've never seen that. And I love Nick Cage. Yes, I need to see Renfield still. Oh, is, oh, is that already come and gone? Ah. Uh, I don't know if it's in theaters anymore. I think it's on okay. digital, but I don't know if you can like stream it on any of the sites yet. Like, okay. Gotcha. I haven't seen, I haven't seen that. What is it? The unbearable weight of immaculate greatness or something like that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mando. Yes. The one with uh, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. In it. No, I haven't seen it either. I've seen the meme of them like of in the car. And it's play your own kind. It's a Carpenter song. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, Nick Cage is like looking over slowly. And Pedro Pascal is like driving and he looks like a maniac. He's with eyes wide, like laughing. He's like, ah, to the Carpenters. I think that's the Carpenters. Play your own kind of music. Sing your own special song. That's all I got. Cool, man. Done. I couldn't name that tune in all of the notes. I could name that tune in six notes. Did you ever, mm-hmm. They they revived that show as well. Of course they did. 
with uh, Jenna from 30 Rock, whatever her name is. Okay. And uh, as the host, and then Randy Jackson as like the music band leader. Um, sure. From American Idol. Of yeah. course. Yo, dog. It's a no for me, dog. Oh, my God. I never watched, so I was back home for two weeks, and my mom would have network TV on in the evenings, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this stuff? I don't even understand. Like like what, man? What did you check out? I couldn't even tell you. Just the game shows and shit that are on network TV primetime these days. I'm just like, what? Okay. I didn't watch long enough to really get the gist of it. But was, was it The Masked Singer? That's still pretty big. No. There's a lot of weird ass game shows out there. Yeah. I was keeping up with a few of them, but I I can't anymore. Probably going to get worse with the writer's strike. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're going to start feeling the pressure soon. I don't, I like, don't think it, like, I don't know. From what I heard, it wasn't going to be until fall where they were resolved. Well, like, the pressure would start to be felt. Oh. As like the new things are supposed to premiere and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Well, and I guess it's funny. I was listening to NPR and they were talking about an entertainment writer saying that the uh, Actors Guild and the Directors Guild contract is also about to be negotiated. Mm. And that'll push the writers to the back of the bus. So they, he thought they won't even talk to the writers again until July. Mm. So, Whoa. Yeah. Counting counting on that old strike fatigue to pay off for him, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, they were talking the longest strike ever was five months, I think he said, and that was in like the eighties or nineties. I I remember the one in like two thousand and nine. Yeah, two thousand seven. I think it was. Was it seven? Yeah, it was three and a half months, and that definitely fucked up some shows. It killed heroes. Remember, yeah, I love that show. And then season four happened, and I was yeah. like, <laughs> "Just yeah, Pikachu, his mouth agape." Yeah, it was, it was not my favorite. I yeah, mean, I yeah, I'll be curious though, because like the dynamic of media has changed so much since then that, like, I for one, I, I mean, ooh, it's possible depending how long-lived I am, that if nothing new ever came out, I could still find something new for me to watch yeah. that I was interested in. Yeah. Oh, like, for the so rest of my true. life. Yeah. Like, if there is... Even if that's all you did, I'm sure that's true. Like, if you only consumed media from now till your death, yeah. and nothing new was created, I'm sure. I, mean, one of the... I think that's true of anybody, though. I think there's just so much media. Yeah. It was, some, somebody said, like, it would it would take you a thousand or ten thousand years to watch everything that's on YouTube or something like that. Like it's thousands. Oh, I would of never years. try to do that. No, I not that that's you some would, quality viewing there. I'm just saying, like, how is much it some, it's exists? something on the order of like five hundred hours a minute are added to YouTube or something like that. Like it's insane. And that rate just gets higher, which it used. Cause when I first started doing this YouTube stuff, they quoted 300 hours a minute 
was uploaded to YouTube, and now it's 500. Man, should we pitch? Should we pitch our live action Dungeons and Dragons campaign to a network? Like, hey, man, no writers. Dude. We don't. It's already written. We're not no writers actors, anymore. No directors. Yeah, yeah no. We just gotta. I guess we would technically be actors. That'd be, that'd yeah. be tricky. Well, curious too what streaming companies are doing now to avoid costs. They're just taking shows off the streaming services, even newer TV shows that they cancel. They're take they're removing so they don't have to pay the creators. It's like, well, that's kind of twisted. And they're not making physical releases for most stuff anymore, which really fucking sucks. I think. Yeah, because I mean, then it's just gone. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it exists somewhere, and that like it'll get picked up somewhere, sometime, and put somewhere. I imagine, um, eventually. But no, it sucks for the people trying to get to make money from like actually having made it. Yeah, yeah. Where part of your deal was probably not as much up front, and you'll get residuals on the back, and then they're like, "Fuck it, we'll just take it off." You're not getting money anymore. I mean, I'm sure that's part of the talk of what's going on. Well, I know, like they, you know, they much like there's the like um, the black book in hospitals and stuff. Like I know that number of viewers and streamers and watch watches. Like that's the data that all of those companies guard. Uh, more fiercely oh, yeah. than anything. And so I know part of those negotiations were supposed to be about like cracking some light and looking into that dark cave of viewership. Yeah. Because I mean, if like they're the people who pay and they're the only ones who have that information, it's like, yeah, no, nobody watched it. Don't know what to tell you. Sorry. Yeah. And like, clearly they are not, you know, they are a company. They survive by making money, typically not by giving it away. And yeah. so sad but true and so i for one welcome our new overlords why are you so accommodating to these new overlords man uh, because i don't want to be culled my oh, friend okay ben's a corporate shill i think he's getting paid <laughs> not sharing with us i am probably i am if i had a tattoo of every company that's giving me money i'd have several tattoos excellent excellent I am a bit of a corporate shell. Oh. Oh. I do hear my son. He has woken up from his nap. Oh, God. Oh, yes. He seemed very okay. surprised. Grandma, grandma and grandpa are, are to see me with him. yesterday. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> yeah. why are you? We're not at your house. Yeah, no. And you're, you're not, not allowed house. to leave your house or come, you can come to my house and you can go to your house. And that's the only places you exist. Was also like, to a two-year-old, like, that's entirely true. A new space that he was in. So. Yeah, yeah. He's like <laughs> Uncle Max. <laughs> he was, he was almost offended. I would say that you were there. <laughs> that's why I left. It's like, oh, sorry, man. I didn't mean to step on your toes. Yeah, you dipped out, man, with the quickness. I got busy with other crap. I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to come it? back, and then I sat there for another two, three hours. I think after that, and one other person came in that yeah. entire day. Yeah, it sounds right, man. And I just showed this girl around, and she was like, I want to do woodshop stuff. And I was like, great. Do you want to buy anything? She's like, no. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I feel like that's uh, most people who are going to stop in. Oh, yeah. 
I saw that. I live just down the street. I've never yeah, two stuff. Yeah, like the fact that there's stuff for sale there. I feel like not many people know. I yeah. had no idea stuff was for sale there. See, most yes. people just assume it's a place that you go make things. But like, I, I feel like there should be some signage. It's like maker spot and a gallery. Agreed. <laughs> and store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's well, cool. we also if need you... to like expand the the supplies and you know things that are available. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, man. If you want, I, I have like Steve... what kind of stuff can you buy right now? Consultant fees. You can buy like people's made crafts, like you know, mugs and plates and for ceramics or paintings. You can get, uh, you know, like little macrame kits and things like that. Mostly, it's just like stuff that artists have made, like paintings or ceramics or things like that. I mean, you can buy some art supplies, but also if you have a membership, you could just use all the supplies that are in there, mm-hmm. like. And there's paper and pens and pencils and stuff. If you wanted to paint, you would have to buy a canvas, I suppose, unless you wanted to paint on like watercolor paper. But do but there were some photographs up there. So I know Jeff, you you take all the pictures, man. If you were so inclined for some wall space, yeah. I mean, like, dude, those shots of the birds and stuff that you've sent me, yeah, uh, have been pretty rad. And I know, okay. like, the uh, the picture from the lake. Uh, I don't know. There's one more. I think it was like maybe Tuesday morning. You just said like a very early morning. Oh, the sun, sunrise yeah. and sunset stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, man. How does that work? Does How much does the shop take? Or they take 20% for stuff for sales in the gallery. That's fair. Yeah. That's pretty fair. I mean, shit, Ben, are you going to start making stuff and put it in there? Or are you just going to? Uh, I think I'm going to start there. I sort of get a a bit of a deal to put some things up. So mm. like I, you know, they, they, and then, and then I get like, so if I teach a class, like if people enroll in my class as a 30% cut goes to the art spot, but I can, you know, basically include the materials and I can, you know, do, or I could not include ter- materials and say, you got to bring your own materials. Um, people just come all that come in with like fucking two. Bring your own wood, bitch. <laughs> well, that's essentially what what is going to have to happen. Like, I like I will give people advice on what to go buy. Yeah, but like you know, I'm not gonna. If I want to buy a, I want to build a walnut table. And I'm like, okay, great. You're gonna need to go get like, you know, a nice well, yeah. walnut, and that's gonna cost you four hundred dollars. <laughs> like, you know. Here, I mean, here's a thought though, man, because not everyone has a truck. Not everybody knows how to pick out wood. Like there might be a way forward where it's like, hey, you can do this yourself or I will design you this kit or like I can bring you all the things that you will need to complete this project of yours and for like X amount of dollars. Just Yeah, that's that's sort of my my thought as well as like it, it and that's like i've got this idea for like a beginner class where i would provide materials that would be included in the cost of the class or subsidized by the town if they want more people to do it but like you know that like we build a bookshelf or an end table like something small you get your choice you can build project a or project b and then you know you show up we do it over the course of a long afternoon or like a weekend or something and we you you build yourself an end table or a, you know, a, a small bookshelf 
sweet Man. something. That yeah. sounds like the worst part of seventh grade. Yeah, essentially. For it's me. Shop class. Dude, I love shop class. Ah, oh, fucking terrible at it, man. Yeah. Wood yeah, glue yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, so you get to do that. And I'm thinking about doing, like, a couple of family days, like, for cheap, you know, for drop-in, like, you know, the cost of a kit and maybe an hour or two of my time spread amongst people that we, like, we're not going to use any big saws or anything. Like, everything would be pre-cut. But you're going to assemble a birdhouse for you and your kids or, or a Pinewood Derby car. Pinewood Dude, Derby. That's what we had to fucking make in seventh grade. It was trash. My car was trash. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sort of looking for like at look, looking around at like what kind of ready-made little kits and stuff I can. I think get. a birdhouse is a great idea. Yeah. A lot of people want planter boxes, especially this mm-hmm. time of year. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Mm-hmm. We could. I could cut a bunch, like just a bunch of cedar fence posts and we just assemble them you know there you go but again like i can't i don't have enough stuff to do more than like two or three people at a time right you know as far as like the number of drills and things i have and the amount of space i have so and if like more than that many people want to be using the saws that's going to be difficult because we're gonna have to take turns so it's like okay well while these people are making their cuts what are you going to be doing you know yeah i mean there's probably a way I mean, it's also a smaller space. So like yeah. much like working in restaurants and in the kitchen, the like tango behind the bar or in the kitchen, like the way that people move in space. But I feel like with a little bit of design and like iteration, you could find something, you know, you could find a project and a number of people that work for that, at least to like experiment with. Yeah. So that's like my idea for the beginning class is like you build project A or project B or something. And we can have like maybe four people, maybe up to six if I was really stretching it. Uh, You know, we'd have to use some of the other assembly area. Like not all those people would be in the shop at the same time, like on my side of the shop. There's like tables and stuff over there for assembly and whatnot. So maybe I could be like, okay, you got to start sanding while these people are cutting. And Well, what if you had those kind of kits where – they don't need a ton of sanding or cutting. They're kind of, they're all pre-cut and shit. And all you do is assemble them with glue and paint them. Then you yeah. do something over at the blue market, tell mm-hmm. people they can get house on beer and put together a birdhouse. People would be down for shit like that. I yeah. think as long as there's beer. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Cause I'm sure that's a great idea. Like, Hey man, here's a bunch of liquor. Let's go play with some sharp thing well, that's yeah. why i was saying you don't want to <laughs> have to cut and sand and i mean a palm sander to the face i mean fuck <laughs> that would be fun i am allowed to like people can bring alcohol onto the they have to sign some kind of waiver or something but great it won't i don't I look, think shop is a good place to i do look that. forward to that front the, page story on the daily table saws and beers let's go <laughs> oh man saws and beers that's awesome saws and suds suds saws and suds and saws. And su- suds and saws i love it welcome uh, <laughs> i love it microsurgery and micro brews yeah weed and whittling i don't know Ooh, uh, yeah weedling Weed, yes. whid, whittling with here's, weed. Here's your edibles and here's your carving knives. <laughs> go. Now we all wait for it to kick in. I mean, yeah, everyone can make their own pipe. There you go. That's where this conversation Ooh, started. I love it. You but if you do it, it, just make sure you have a flat base so it sits well. Yes. 
Right. Phil. Jeez, Phil. Yeah, seriously, man. I mean, it's cool. The design is cool. I dig it. I'm, I'm excited. I would love to make you a little stand for it. I, great. You let me know how much it will cost, and I will happily uh, be one of your customers. $10,000. You just have to let me oh, take a I take that back. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be $10,000. Okay. Just, just I received my offer. Yes. Of I course. mean, it, it's, it's, it's a bespoke stand. Stand. $10,000. Not even a pipe. Man, that's a little odd. So I'm not, I mean, I, God bless, man. If you can do that, go for it. That's just a little, little rich for my blood. Sure. Sure. Well, I, I, it's funny. I mean, I read someone was selling zip tie bracelets, a fucking zip tie bracelet for so six hundred dollars. So a zip tie, a zip tie, <laughs> six hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean, man. If you can, if you're in the market and you can do it, and it's cool, and people, if that's what people will give you for it, yeah, then fuck yeah, that. That's crazy. Then like, I, pricing I, is always something I've I've been kind of bad at because I I definitely underprice stuff. For dude, you're in, you're in the mountains, baby. You double that shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was like, man, like I made this charcuterie board thing and I was like in my head, I was like, oh, like 25 bucks. But I was like, no, nah, man, I look, look at even Target doesn't sell charcuterie boards for that. That <laughs> hell low. no. Like Walmart. And this is like, you know, but just because, but I mean, you could still price it lower than what they have. I mean, like that, those things are irrelevant. It's about like the value to you and how much of your time and materials went in and what's a fair return for those things. Yeah. Fair. More than $25. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't know, like maybe trying to think of like how much I spent, how much time I spent on that thing. And like, yeah, just materials and stuff. And the materials were basically leftovers from scraps of other projects that I had. Okay. So negligible cost for materials. I had some to buy some finishing oil. Yeah. You know, and that was like 10 bucks. So that's but what I, I didn't mean. use like, all of it. You... I can use it on a hundred cutting boards. Right. So, but, boards. so like, I mean, but that's a great thing to do with fucking scrap. And once you figure out like your time to make them, like I don't. Yeah. You can price them at whatever makes sense to you. And I mean, if you, and you know, you can price them to move and they're probably nicer than fucking what's at target. Fair. Fair. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Ignorant Uninformed. We're at time, friends. I think I didn't count any of the preamble either. I think we went on for okay, a who while. Cares? So this one might be a little hey, long. It's new format. Man, new man, format, new format, baby. format new, new things, show, new show, baby. You can do it the fuck <laughs> you want. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant Uninformed. We've been your hosts, Mr. Jeff Watson. Good to see you. Mr. Max Rakistan-Sarak. It is nice to see you guys. It's been a minute. Mm, it has. And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. This has been your podcast where we talk about whatever we want. So it's really our podcast again, I guess. We're taking it back, baby. <laughs> Join us next week where we discuss something else. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with a hot-ass <laughs> freshness. Make sure you subscribe and do all the stuff you're supposed to do for a podcast if you like yeah. it. If you don't like it, I don't know. Peace out. Oh, God. It's cool.